You're listening to Stormcast, hosted by Dishon and Swishin's David Siegel, the new way to keep up with all of your favorite Storm players and coaches. Hi everybody, it's David Siegel, and it's a pleasure to welcome you to a combination Dishon and Swishin Stormcast this week, and it's Final Four time, and it's almost training camp time. And there's a person that knows about all of these things, and it's a pleasure to welcome her back, and that is Brianna Stewart. Stewie, welcome back to the United States. I know you've been here for a while. It's been great to uh, it's great to talk to you again here. Thank you. Well, let first give everybody the status update. Everybody, of course, you know when you got injured, everybody in all the Seattle storm crazies got nervous, and as did <laughs> so. So, how are you feeling? How's the injury rehab and uh, all of those good things? I'm feeling good. So, I think that you know I've been cleared to, put, to get back on the court, and um, I'm done with rehab for the most part because after I go to Dallas, I'm going home and. Um, Getting ready for training camp in that sense. Well, let's talk for a second about you getting ready for training camp and what that's going to be like. Now, you know, since we had last talked, uh, the Storm made a couple of moves. And, you know, you uh, were forced to play a lot of center last year. And I wanted yep. to get your take on having uh, Carolyn Swords come in now to be able to beat the hell out of people for you. I, th- I think it's amazing. You know, I think that when I found out, I might have been one of the most excited people. Um, just because I think that, you know, it's exactly what we need um, on our team. And also, she's a she's a great person. You know, I had a chance to get to know her um, as we were doing pre-draft stuff and that kind of thing. And I'm just really looking forward to it. And, and it gives us more options as far as our lineup and that kind of thing. So this is going to be year two for you in the league now and also in Seattle, obviously. Uh, as you look ahead at things, how do things appear different to you now? Obviously, at this time of the year, last year you were in the Final Four, but you know, just as you were starting to look forward to the season, what looks different to you with a year under your belt? Well, I think a, a lot can look different to you. I think that you know, especially just just knowing you know what's coming. You know, at, at first I didn't really know what to expect at training camp and all of that, or what was really going to happen. Um, but now, you know, I can't believe it's it's already about to be year two, but going in with, with a sense of even more comfort and, you know, really getting to work and, and trying to do better than we did last year. Well, as you've looked at some of the transactions and things that have happened in the off season, some of the movement among players, there's been some pretty big ones. Uh, was there anybody that uh, that you looked at, you know, other than, uh, you know, everybody, of course, has been looking at Washington with the acquisition of Deladon, but, you know, what did you think of all the off season moves that went on? Was there anything that really uh, – stood out to you or, or intrigued you about going forward this year with uh, different well, teams? Well, I think it's, you know, I don't think it's one particular team. I think it's, you know, you can look at every team. And, you know, it's going to be weird this year because, you know, we're going to go on the court and you're going to expect to see someone in, the, in you know, a certain jersey, and, and now they're playing on a different team. And it's not just, you know, the Washington thing or, or L.A. or like Phoenix or anything like that. It's, I mean, it's all the teams. It seems like there's been a lot of movement this year, and more so in the in previous than in previous years. Well, as long as uh, Sue is still in Seattle and you're still in Seattle, I, I think the Storm <laughs> Crazies are going to be pretty happy with the lineup that they put on the court. You, so you yeah, looking forward so, to, get, to playing with everybody again? Yeah, I am. I think that you know when you go overseas and 
after you played in the WNBA, you, you miss all your teammates and, and can't wait to get back with them and, um, you know, just work with them and, and play and practice and be around them. You know, your season was cut short over there, but you did play a good amount of time. Other than, of course, the, you know, learning uh, a whole lot of cultural differences, what did you right. think was a good area for you that you feel that you worked on your game more than you could have, you know, maybe in another place? Well, I think it just gave me the opportunity to to, to really uh, have a versatile game, you know, whether it was uh, inside or outside, and, and just really expanding on that. Obviously, you know, in China, a lot is expected of you and that type of thing, but uh, being able to, to get the ball in the post, but also, you know, have it on the wing or bring it up the court. Um, and, I mean, you know, you have a lot of time to practice things because you don't really come out of the game. That's for sure. Uh, the mm-hmm. amount of minutes that you guys were playing, uh, I'm sure that your coaches uh, here wouldn't mind a little bit of a less of a time, but you know, you, you do what you do, right? <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do. So now we're, you're heading down to Dallas, getting ready for the Final Four. Now, before as a participant, now that you're you're out of UConn and now that you've graduated and you're looking back at these kids that. You were, uh, you know, their mentor in a lot of ways. Do you, mm-hmm. do you get that kind of like mama bird kind of pride when you look at them and, and, and think of them as these are my babies grown up or, or how does that I, work? Yeah, definitely. You know, I think that, you know, especially looking back to last year, you know, being the senior and having like the underclassmen and, you know, continuing to, to show them, you know, how we do things and now, and now seeing how they're, you know, how well they're doing on their own and, and how they've all stepped up. Um, you know, I'm happy to be a part of it. And, and I was talking to my dad. You know, I think this might be one of the most um, relaxing Final Fours for me. You know, having to, to not play and to be able to just hang out and watch and, and be excited for them and, you know, not really have, you know, there is no pressure to, for me, you know, as, as UConn as a whole, yeah, I'm sure. But, um, you know, being in the stands is a little different than being on the court, that's for sure. Absolutely. And, and that actually leads me right to a question I wanted to ask you, and that was about the Final Four experience. You know, they, they took away days this year with the games being played on Friday and Sunday, so things were a lot more right. compact. I couldn't believe they flew out to Dallas the day after the regional final. You know, so they're, they're, but they're certainly not cutting back on anything that you're required to do, so they are – Mm-hmm. It looks like you can see it on Twitter. Yeah, it's there. a grind. It's a grind. They are cramming and stuff in there. How is that when you when you had the experience of four years and you had some great veterans before you to lead lead the, your way? This group, you know, Sanaya and Tierney are the only two seniors. Do you think that it's going to be difficult for them to 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 handle all of this time and the pressure and you know what's different for them compared to the prior years? Well, I think, you know, the biggest thing is just the time that we talked about. You know, it seems like this year everything is, like, packed into, you know, four days. And, you know, I think the NCAA is going to have to fix that. You know, if you want us if you want us to finish before the men's final, then we need to start before the men's start, you know, so then it all evens out. Um, but I think that, you know, also when you get to the final four, your emotions are so high, you're excited to be there, you don't worry about anything else. You know, when it gets to when it gets to be tomorrow, you know, all their focus is is getting on the court, and it's like a a normal 
uh, Friday-Sunday game. Yeah, you made a great point there about the time constraints. And yesterday, actually, I recorded a podcast with Doug Bruno. And Doug said the exact same thing, that, you know, they could actually slide everything forward, you know, with the conference tournaments into the uh, beginning of the tournament and not push it out so far. So I think that's a great observation on your part. Yeah, because there's, I mean, there's that week break after the conference tournament that there's no need for. Like, if you're trying to move things earlier or have it finished earlier, then everything else should be moved earlier and not have, you know, UConn played Friday, I mean, played Monday, and now they play again Friday, and whoever else played Monday. You know, and Coach today made a comment, uh, you know, he said, since this is all about the student-athletes, uh, playing at 10 o'clock on a Friday night is certainly uh, not what he would consider all for, all in favor of the student-athletes. I mean, it's it's definitely not. You know, it's about uh, the public viewing and um, when, is, when is the best time for, for people to watch. You know, we, we all know that. And, you know, now you have become a little bit of an, a little bit more outspoken as you've uh, been on your own, not part of the, uh, the Yukon uh, oligarchy of speaking. Uh, <laughs> so, so, so w- without CD guarding what you're saying now, uh, w- what do you think about the players and the coaches that have just graduated and are involved? Is there a way to get through to ESPN to get people to adjust, you know, or is it just all about the almighty dollar, you think? Well, I mean, I think it's hard because if you look, I mean, it's not just the college level. You know, you look at professional uh, levels and, you know, the times of the games, and it's hard with the 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 time difference because, you know, we're playing in Dallas, but they want to make sure that, you know, people on the, the East Coast will still watch and then, you know, it's it's late enough where the West Coast can still watch. So it's kind of it's kind of hard in that sense. But you know, if if you know the NCAA and ESPN is going to talk about you know our main concern is the student athletes, then you know you need to do something else to to show that instead of you know having players who are what eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one stay up for a late game just so people can watch it on TV. Yeah, I mean, at least uh, in the regional, at least they had, uh, at least UConn played the second, the early game on Monday night. Right. But there was the potential for an 11, a, 11 a.m. game and yeah. a 9 p.m. game two days apart. And so it's just, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's crazy timing. Like how, it's not, nothing's consistent. And it's, it's hard when you're, you know, in college and, and you like to have the schedule with your classes and your practices and all that, and then the games, and then you have an 11 a.m. game, and then the next time you have a 9 a.m. game. Like, it doesn't make sense. Agree completely. Now, how how close have you been able to stay now that you're, now that you're back in the country? I'm sure it's a lot easier, but have you been able to stay in contact, or do you stay in contact with, you know, Gabby and Lou and all the kids that you, from the team this year? I mean, we had talked yeah. when we were in China how difficult it was for you to actually see them. Yeah, it was a little harder then, but I think that, you know, being back now and, and having, you know, complete access to my phone and to social media and everything like that, um, it's easy to, to be in contact with them, whether it's texting them or talking to them on, like, Snapchat or something like that, or just or just FaceTiming them. Um, and I think that, you know, they know that uh, everyone from UConn is, is going to be there supporting them and, and I mean, just just go out and you know do what you've worked for all season and what you've shown all season. 
is the whole crew coming back in? I mean, last year it was an amazing picture that was taken of all of the uh, all of the alum that were back. Uh, I think so. You know, I think it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of UConn supporters. That's for sure. So one other thing I wanted to ask. Well, first of all, before we leave the tournament, so so obviously your prediction is that UConn wins, but who do you think is going to end up uh, being their opponent in the finals? Um, you know, I don't know. I think that if you look at Stanford and South Carolina, they're both playing really well, like even better than they were playing in the regular season. Um, I think that South Carolina is, is hard to stop, especially when they go with the four out one in, uh, because they move the ball so fast and they have, you know, their guards are, are quick. Uh, but you know, you can't look past um, what Coach Vanderveer is doing at Stanford. And, you know, they just beat a great Notre Dame team. So, really, I have no idea. I'm I'm just there to watch. So, so Dawn is going to take over for Gino with the USA national team. Uh, I, I assume that wasn't a huge surprise to, to you or the other members of the team, but uh, right. how is how is she as a coach uh, compared to to Coach Ariyama? Well, I think I think she'll be, you know, it's exciting. I think that, you know, the fact that she was actually playing in the Olympics and played in uh, multiple Olympics. I mean, compared to Coach who, who didn't and who has doesn't have that like player perspective, um, it'll be a little different just because she show like she's been there before and obviously the game has evolved and all that stuff um but i don't know you know i'm looking forward to it um her as an assistant it was a lot of fun and um you know now as we switch over from coach Ayama to uh don staley um i'm sure she'll live up to all the expectations that are, are given of her Last thing I wanted to ask you, and we'll let you go. You know, the the draft is basically uh, in two weeks now for the WNBA. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we're still not quite certain where it's being held or what's going on there. But you know, you had, of course, being being a UConn player in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Just talk for a second as these ki- these young ladies are coming out. You know, the Kelsey Plums and, and Shatari Walker Kimbrough and all these projected top picks. What is it? What is it like for them, with the orientation classes and everything going? On? What's the experience like for being a top draft choice that's invited to appear at the draft? Um, well, it's definitely you know crazy and condensed. Obviously, you know everything seems like it's like bang, bang, bang as far as the schedule. Um, but to be able to be there and to be with other the, the other draftees and to go through the orientation and that kind of stuff, it's exciting. You know, yeah, they the WNBA does some stuff to help prepare for, you know, what what's going to happen in the league. But also, you know, there's time to interact and have fun with one another. And then, you know, draft night. That's that's what we dreamed of as a little as a little kid, you know. And and that's the biggest day, um, maybe of their lives. And you just have to really enjoy it. Well, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, and, and I think this tournament the conclusion of the ncaa tournament will as well and i know uh the storm crazies can't wait for you to get out there and get training camp started and get everything going you know the one last thing uh is you know talk to me about what the all-star game in seattle means i don't believe that it was announced yet when you and i last talked 
No, it wasn't announced. But I think that, you know, to be able to have the All-Star game with Seattle, um, you know, it's huge for us because it just shows um, all that all that Seattle's done. And, and I think really for the Storm Crazies, the Storm organization, uh, it'll be great to have everyone coming into our city and, and having a, a great weekend in that perspective. And, um, you know, hopefully I'm there. Well, Stewie, thanks again for taking time. Enjoy the enjoy the weekend in Dallas. I think it's going to be a great uh, opportunity for everybody to catch up with each other, and I'm sure that you're going to have a great time. Thank you.